With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. It's Talking Real Money Quick, the short version of the Talking Real Money podcast where we share some brief, enlightening, educational financial features. This week we have the last five keys to real investing and we take some of your calls that you call uh, in during hours when we're not doing the live show on Saturdays on Como Radio in Seattle. The number here is 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And the calls that you call into that number that come in after the show airs, which is from noon until 2 Pacific time or 3 until 5 Eastern time on Saturdays, those come in to a voicemail service and then I answer them on this podcast every week. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call with anything that has anything to do with money and then check back on a weekly basis to hear the answer or response because you know you could make a comment 855-935-TALK subscribe to free monthly email updates from the only magazine devoted to real investing real investing journal at realinvestingjournal.com And let's get this week's podcast started with a call. Hi, I am wondering about your opinion on the Swell Investment Group for Green Investing. I'm got a little bit of money in it right now. I'm not looking for a huge quick return or anything like that, but I would just like to know your take on that particular investment program? Well, I'd never heard of these until your call, so I did some research. It turns out Swell is an online kind of a robo-advisory service where they have these separately managed portfolios of several socially responsible, environmental, et cetera, stocks that they select. And it appears that it's an actively managed portfolio and they're of a very limited number of stocks. All four of their current portfolios have about 200 stocks in total within them. And that compares with Vanguard's socially responsible index fund that has 450 stocks. The DFA social core equity fund has about 2,300 stocks. And the deal with Swell is that for the services they provide, their fees are probably a little on the high side because in essence, I know they're not technically mutual funds, but in essence, it's a mutual fund. It's just smaller portfolios over which you have a little tiny bit of control. You can change, I believe, three stocks in any of the portfolios. But here's the deal. The Swell portfolio costs three quarters of 1% per year. And you're not getting any personalized investing or portfolio building or planning advice. So it's not fair to compare that to what a 
fee-only investment advisor would charge you. It's apples and oranges because a fee-only advisor is going to charge you 1%, we hope no more than 1% per year, to give you advice on your entire life, on your entire portfolio, everything you own. And they're going to help you build a plan and they're going to help you take income in retirement. They're not just going to build a portfolio for that. If you just want a portfolio, go to Vanguard and take a look at VF. TSX. The annual fees there are two-tenths of 1% compared to 0.75, and you get a broader portfolio. Or if you need someone to help you, then take a look at the DFA, socially responsible funds, which cost 0.28%. And then if you pay an advisor 1% or less, you're looking at 50 basis points or a half a percent more a year, yes, but you're getting additional services that you're just not going to get from Swell, which is just building portfolios. So I don't see anything wrong with it. I think it's a little on the expensive side. And I also don't like the fact that it's, in essence, actively managed and that the portfolios are relatively small. I'd rather have a broader portfolio that was index oriented. And if I'm going to pay that much, I'll pay up a little more and get myself my own personal advisor to boot. So thanks for the call. 855-935-TALK is our number. 855-935-8255 on Talking Real Money. We continue the 10 keys to becoming a successful investor with number six. Real investors create diversified portfolios, but there's diversification and there's real diversification. Diversification isn't owning a handful of stocks or even the S&P 500. To create a properly diversified portfolio, you need to try to own as many of the stocks from the entire global market as possible in the riskier portion of your portfolio. To create a balanced portfolio for either your volatility needs or tolerance, most investors will keep some in high-quality, shorter-duration bonds. This is best accomplished using no-load, low-fee, passive mutual funds from firms like Vanguard, Dimensional, Fidelity, or Schwab. In addition, you should slightly overweight your equity exposure to those types of securities that have been scientifically shown to increase returns, such as small company or value stocks. From there, your real diversified portfolio should be regularly rebalanced to maintain diversification and only changed as your circumstances warrant. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor, and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm, Vestry, at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. All right, let's take another call on talking real money quick. Yeah, I listen to you guys all the time. Anyway, I'm 65. I'm getting ready to retire soon. And I went to the Social Security office. They told me I make too much. Uh, so what do I do? I I can't retire. I got to keep working or what? And uh, they told me I made over $55,000. But they said they were going to take out a penalty more than what the income would be. My income would be like, they said like a thousand something. And they said the penalty would be more. And I was just wondering about that because I'm retiring soon and I'm 65 and I'm still working, but I want to retire within maybe a year or less than that. And they told me that I couldn't because I would have to get a penalty or I have to put my 
money in some kind of fun or something or another. And I wasn't too sure, so maybe you could help me with that. Well, I, I think maybe you were confused about the information you got. I'm pretty sure I know what happened. Now, if you are working and making, as you said, $55,000 a year, a portion of your Social Security will be taxable. Now, I did some rough figuring. If you make $55,000 a year and you're filing single and you've got no other deductions other than your standard deduction, you're in just under the 10% bracket. You're, you're going to pay about 10% of your income in taxes. So assuming that you continue to work when you start taking Social Security, then 85% of that 1000 or $850 would be taxable. But it would be taxable. They're not going to take it away. In your bracket, they're only going to tax you about $85 a month. So you're still going to be money ahead. So you are not going to have to give up your entire Social Security because you continue to work. Now, you did say you were going to retire, which I assume means you're going to stop working altogether. If that's the case, in your bracket, with your lack of income, if you don't work at all, Every penny of your Social Security is going to be yours. It will not be taxed at all. So I think you may have either misunderstood or you just got some bad information, but I don't see any way you would be penalized to that extent. Yes, there is a tax on Social Security income if you are earning income above a certain amount while you're collecting Social Security. But if you don't have a job, you've got no income coming in, your Social Security should not in any way be taxed. And even if you continue to work for $55,000 a year, your annual tax on that, annual tax on your entire Social Security would be just over one month's earnings. Just over one month. The other 11 months are yours to keep. So I think you're okay. I, I would just go ahead and, and really determine what it is you want to do with the rest of your life, whether you want to keep working some or whether you just want to stop completely. But remember, you got to live on Social Security and whatever income you can derive from your savings. Thanks so much for the call. The number 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255 here on Talking Real Money Quick. Danish philosopher Niels Bohr once said that prediction is very difficult, particularly if it's about the future. I'll take it one step further. Accurately and consistently predicting the future isn't just hard, it's impossible. This applies to any means of predicting the financial future. That's why market timing is so foolish. Even timing that just requires picking the best market segment one year at a time. In 2001, the top performing investment asset class was small company U.S. stocks, as the markets were still heady from the growth stock euphoria of the 90s. The next year, the stock market plummeted and bonds were the top asset class. Throughout this gloomy year, I never heard anyone get excited about stocks, and no one of whom I'm aware was predicting that for the next two years, international small companies would outperform everything else. After the crash of 2008, I'm confident that very few market timers were rushing out to place all of their chips on the hottest asset class of 2009, the very scary emerging market stocks. In the 6th century BC, Chinese philosopher Lao Cha had it figured out when he wrote, those who have knowledge don't predict, those those who predict don't have knowledge. Subscribe to free monthly email updates from the only magazine devoted to real investing, Real Investing Journal at realinvestingjournal.com. 
Try this. Before even thinking about investing, take a deep breath and chant the following mantra. It's all past tense. It's all past tense. This is critical to your ability to control the biggest enemy of real investing, our emotions. After the market has been rising for a while, we say the market is going up. After we've already suffered through a bear market, we think that the market is falling. In both cases, the way we think about what has happened to the market influences our perception of the future. No one feels good about buying stocks that are falling. Most are euphoric when stock prices are rising. Yet if you slightly change your thinking, it's a great time to buy after stocks have already fallen and still a good idea to invest after they've risen because historically stocks have gone up 75% of the time. Investing emotionally is the primary reason why investors feel that they don't make money investing. Dalbar Research looked at equity fund investors' true returns over 20 years versus the S&P 500 last year and found that our emotions led us to make about one-third of the return of the index. Left unchecked, our emotions make us buy high and sell low, and that's a terrible way to invest. Time Magazine is known for its emotional financial covers. In 1992, they featured a modern man selling apples to a Depression-era man with the headline, How Bad Is It? At the market peak in 1999, they called tech investing, quote, GetRich.com, unquote. Then in 2008, after the market crashed for the second time in the 2000s, they were implying that a Great Depression was around the corner, showing a 1930s soup line with the caption, The New Hard Times. None of these covers accurately predicted anything. Today, someone in the news media is telling you how to invest your money. Some try to entice you with rapid wealth. Why gold is poised to break $10,000. Make 12% per month trading options. Others try to scare you. How to hedge against the coming crash. 10 bear market stocks to own now. They yell at you. I'm going over the top right here. Buy, 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 Because I know more than anybody. Of course, that was CNBC's Jim Cramer. Others out there try to confuse you like this Blackstone spokesman on Bloomberg. It can be long 130% of the fund capital and short up to 30% of the fund capital. And in the end, you would have probably been better off ignoring them all. If you're sick of your self-interested financial advisor and are looking for a 100% fiduciary low-fee investment advisor, call my firm Vestry at 800-386-3004 or visit us at vestry.com. When planning next year's vacation, you know you can't possibly know what the weather will be like. Sure, you can reasonably assume that summer will be warmer than winter, and with a little research, find out whether you're visiting during a typical wet or dry season. What you can't do is change the weather. You can only plan for possible eventualities. Might it rain? Take an umbrella. Whenever my wife and I take a trip to an island or coastal area during hurricane season, she packs a flashlight. Plan for the worst and expect the best, because the odds are in your favor, and you can't change the future. When you invest, you can't know the future, period. Stock prices will fall, sometimes dramatically, but they have always risen far more than they've fallen. So plan for the worst, but expect to make money more often than you lose. Focus on those things you can control. Create an investment plan for both your tolerance and need for risk. Overweight those assets that have posted consistently high returns in the past. Try to diversify globally and across asset classes. Keep expenses and fees low and minimize taxes. Don't just take my word for it. Here's Stanford professor and Nobel Prize winner William Sharp on Sensible Investing TV. Three most important things are diversify, 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 and then I'll give you three more. Keep costs low, keep costs low, keep costs low. Well, that wraps up another exciting edition of Talking Real Money Quick, the podcast. If you have questions and you need answers, call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave as detailed a question as you can with contact information, just in case we need to get back to you. And then listen every week for the answers on Talking Real Money Quick on your favorite podcast service. 
And remember that number, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. If you get a chance, tell friends about the podcasts. Share them. Subscribe. And if the Spirit moves you, please leave a review. They really do help spread the word. They do. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Don McDonald. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.